It's the 322nd episode of the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glicksman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. For what I would hazard to guess is Matt's third favorite episode to do. <laughs> it might be. It might be, yeah. I don't know. I said that last week, and then I thought, well, that, that you know, it's, that breaks down the draft stuff. And, you know, I, I have a lot. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, football season is just, in general, my, my favorite time of year, so... It's kind of like uh, how the old, you know, Olympics chairman always used to say this was the greatest Olympics ever. Mm-hmm. For me, they're all my favorite this time of year. Yeah, or how the the every season of the show is the best, most dramatic, right. most interesting right. season, most surprising thing you've ever seen in your life. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, this is this is my time of year. I love I love football, and uh, you know, I know we had a season last year, but it it always felt so in for for a while at least in the preseason especially that it could you know fall apart at any moment so it's just it's nice to just be back to you know preseason football's on tonight college games are starting in 16 days and that's that's cool yeah uh also on tonight is field of dreams uh night for major league baseball the yankees and white Sox playing in iowa yeah very fun I think the concept is great, and I think the execution of this has been very good. The, yeah. the involvement of Kevin Costner is very good at the beginning for the pregame yep. stuff. Yep. Um, I, I enjoyed that he wrote his uh, little speech on a baseball so that he could just read <laughs> off the baseball. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, it was good. It was nice to to hear James Earl Jones' voice. You can tell he's you can tell he's old now. He doesn't sound the same. Uh, but still, you know, cool. They got him to do a little narration for the intro as well. Um, I, I don't want to take a trip into negative town. Okay. But I, I want to point out that baseball is doing this by playing the game in a, in a place where they don't see Major League Baseball as a way to potentially build up some fans. Yes. And Iowa's where they took away a bunch of minor league teams. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, I, I trust me. I, I'm with you. I like. I love this. This is cool. Uh, I mean, I think uh, for any, uh, you know, for any person like you and I who you know grew up loving sports and watched sports with our dads, Field of Dreams has to resonate a little bit, and, and uh, you know, more than a little bit, probably. Uh, you know, it's that music comes on and it'll it'll choke me up every time. So it's awesome. I love it. But you're right. Uh, there is a little bit of a of a hypocrisy in that, you know, well, let's take this to a small town, Iowa, while we take teams away from small town, Iowa. Yeah. So, you know, overall, I think this is great. I think that doing events like this make a lot of sense. For sure, for sure. I mean, you can't overdo them. You know, uh, like you, you obviously every night can't have some sort of special theme night, but it's it's cool. I mean, you and I have talked about like ways to to you know make baseball feel like it's uh, a must see in the regular season. And and look, you're not going to have that every night. It's like the, I know you're not a golf guy, but you know this comes up like look, not every tournament is going to feel massive. It can't mm-hmm. because then the then the ones that do feel massive wouldn't feel massive. And that's the same with this. Like, not every Thursday night in the summer can feel like a must-watch baseball night. But if you can have a few of these, you know, you hope that, you know, then some people, not like you and I, but the casual sports fan will turn this game on. And then 
maybe maybe they'll find something they love. And then next Thursday, when there isn't a big event, they'll think, eh, let's turn the Yankees on. Why not? Or let's turn the White Sox on. And, and you know, you one fan at a time type of thing. Well, and look, baseball's on primetime weeknight network TV. That, yeah. you know, that just doesn't happen. So Right, it does not. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a... It's a cool thing. Thursday night's a good night for, for TV. You know, I mean, that's why the NFL has, has you know, gone into Thursday nights. Uh, you get people at home, but the weekend's coming. They're willing to, you know, stay up and watch a game. It's not a Monday night. It's not a, you know, Sunday night or something like that where you got, you know, kids getting ready to go to school. You know, so this is a night hopefully you can have your kids up and watch. And now, granted, does Field the Dreams appeal to the to the 7, 8, 9, 10-year-olds? No, it, it probably doesn't. But, but if they're watching the game with their dad, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. I like, I, I, I think it's a good thing. And I mean, I don't see how anybody could argue it's a good, it's a cool thing. You know, I, like, I mean, unless you just want to be Mr. Negative Nancy and hate everything about everything, like this is, this is cool. And, and if you could do a handful of these every season, not necessarily this, but you know, unique events, you should, why not? Yeah. I, I don't think you need to do this specific game every year but if you do you know if they could retrofit that uh stadium in puerto rico that the expos played at or right you know send the nats up to montreal to play as the expos for a right right yeah do something unique i mean you know uh, yeah there's there's ways to to be uh just a little different a little interesting and again just break up the monotony baseball has the most monotonous season of all 162 games mm-hmm. teams play six seven days a week uh it's very easy to just get lost in the in the white noise of the baseball season and just be oh, another day with 15 games and you know but it, you know you do stuff like this it it uh i mean look it's it's got me watching i i would probably be watching preseason football otherwise yeah. But I'm watching this. So, you know, I mean, I'm I'm just one example. And if they get a, a lot of people like me, then, then it was worth it. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's pivot now. It, this is going to be our NFL preview, but we're going to talk a little about ASU football as fall camp is in full swing. And ASU's down three assistant coaches. Uh, yeah. News breaking this week that... Uh, Chris Hawkins and Prentice Gill, the other two people named with Adam Brenneman in the uh, Yahoo reporting and, and the other reporting that's come out, um, are now also on paid administrative leave. I saw yeah. I saw today Jack Jones uh, tweeted <laughs> out di- specifically and directly to Michael Crow asking for Hawkins to be reinstated. Which, and Gill, but yeah. not Brenneman apparently. Yeah. I found that interesting. Yeah. Which, uh, for whatever it's worth, Hawkins liked the tweet. I, I did not see if Michael Crow liked the tweet. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's uh, that could be harmless, or it could be a sign of like. I think the thing you worry about with this season, it's just this season, is a fracture. Mm-hmm. Is you know, we we lose an early game, and guys start thinking, "What am I doing here?" You know, they're they're you know, this program's on the on the downswing and I'm going to just take off. And that's, that's the only thing that worried me about that is, you know, Jack Jones, uh, uh, look, we've talked about him. Anything we get from him is a bonus. Well, I was going to say the, the other history. thing is the messenger, right? Right. Uh-huh. Right. I'm not concerned so much about him. I'm concerned that that's a, that becomes a pervasive mentality among the team. 
mean, at the start of this season, and I know we're not talking ASU football today, but we will, um, you know, soon. The, the start is key because the schedule's not tough in September. It, we really should be 4-0, I believe. And, and I think anything less than that could send, you know, guys, guys start playing for themselves or they start just thinking, hey, what am, what am I doing going through the motions on this season? Uh, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to transfer somewhere else. I'm going to prepare for the draft. And it starts to, you know, skid down the road fast. That's my fear. Yeah, it, it could you, snowball. You start good, though. I mean, you start out hot and, and then you can build that sort of us against the world. Like Chase Lucas and Jaden Daniels, you know, said at, at media day, like, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to go win a championship. We don't care what anybody else thinks, you know, that, but you know, it's how you weather the early storm. If there is one, and hopefully there isn't, mm-hmm. that will be telling. Yeah, I, I think you're right. September seems like the opportunity to either consolidate uh, the team around this us against the world mentality or fracture the team right right i mean you look at that schedule and again i know we're going to do our game by game here in a week or two but uh you know it's it's those three non-conference games you know southern utah unlv at byu and then home to colorado that's the easiest four game stretch of the season i don't think there's much debate about that um and and you you know it feels like you really need to start four and oh three home games uh, and a road game against the BYU team that was good last year, but I don't think expectations are super high for this year. So, yeah, I mean, I'd like, if you don't, that's where I feel like then you start, you know, with the finger pointing and the scapegoating and the uh, everybody's everybody's out to get us and we have no chance, rather than the everybody's out to get us, let's prove them all wrong. Yeah, and I think going out to the, like, 30,000-foot view of this, yeah. the other huge impact this has is... These are your top three go out every week recruiters. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, can't be ignored, but it also can't be ignored. That's probably why they're in trouble. Uh, I mean, I know that. Know, I know so that's it, why they're in trouble. But you know, I didn't see anybody ranking Marvin Lewis as a top fifty recruiter. No, I agree. Uh, you know, I agree. You're right. I mean, no doubt. Uh, it's uh, I'm not not disputing it at all. Just the irony of it, it is not lost on me. But we'll talk more about ASU. But the yeah, I mean, the long term picture of the program feels bleak. extremely uncertain. Uh, so <laughs> well, that's so, I mean, uncertain is uh, better than bleak. I went with bleak. Yeah, yeah, so. and and bleak may be more accurate. But uh, I'll I'll say just for now, uncertain. Um, you know, and so my my focus, and you know, I saw somebody I can't remember who it was. You know, in reaction to the Baylor news from yesterday and the Baylor, you know, results of stuff that have been investigated for five years. Somebody tweeted, it was a college football writer said, you know, this is why if you're ASU, you just sit back and enjoy this season. And I'm totally with them. Like, you know, you, you just take advantage of this season. And that's totally my focus right now. Well, now we're going to have to shift your focus over and talk about the NFL. Um, we're going to give you our picks across every division and, talk about the playoffs, talk about some award winners. Yep. Um, let's start with uh, the AFC. Okay. Uh, and I, I suggest we venture to the South where the Titans and Colts both finished the year 11 and five last yeah, season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You want to, you want to do a order for each division? One, yeah. two, three, four, and who makes the playoffs if we have a wild card? 
Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the order here is Titans, Colts, Jags, Texans, only because Houston is a mess, not because I think Jacksonville has fixed something with Urban Meyer in year one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I have the exact same order. I'll, I'll say that. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I think that, you know, I don't know how much Julio Jones is going to impact the Titans or not because he's always injured. Made it, you know, I, I made the joke, I think probably to you, I know I made it to someone when they made the trade that, you know, the, the Titans have acquired Julio Jones and have agreed to add him to the injury report beginning in week three <laughs> and all the way through week 18. Because it's always the case. Now, he plays sometimes, but he's always on the injury report and yeah. always questionable, it seems like. So, don't know how impactful that's going to be, but not sure that it, it matters in that. I mean, the Colts feel like the only team that could threaten, but with Wentz hurt and Quentin Nelson hurt. And I know, you know, yesterday, it's like, oh, they might be back by week one. And if they are and they play all six, 17 games, and that's the first time I almost messed that up, probably won't be the last. Um, you know, then maybe they can be pretty good. But, you know, foot injuries for both of them tend to be problematic. Especially yes. for a big guy and a running yes. quarterback. Exactly, yeah. And and Wentz, I mean, I like Wentz, but you can't deny he's had injury problems throughout his career, even going back to college. Uh, he's just maybe one of those guys whose body isn't necessarily built to withstand football. Um, you know, and that's the way it is, but we'll see. Um, you know, so I just, I'm a little leery of them. I, I think, you know, the Derek Henry had another great year and I know with running backs, it can disappear in the blink of an eye mm-hmm. and a guy from, can go from being all pro to, you know, averaging 3.5 yards of carry. But until he does, I guess I'm going to believe in him. Tannehill, you know, showed it wasn't a fluke. He had another mm-hmm. very solid season last year. They got to the playoffs again. Um, and so I'm I'm going Titans as my only playoff team in that division. Yeah, um, the, the do sc- have the Colts second though. The scary thing for me is that the Titans offensive coordinator has moved on Left. now the head coach right. in Atlanta. Right. Um, but I don't think it takes a ton of imagination to say handoff to Derrick Henry, play right. action to Derrick Henry. Right. Right. Um, and then you got you know Julio Jones and AJ Brown. That's a pretty good duo of receivers I mean, you, uh, you lose Janu Smith but you do. I, I think you, do. I, you know they I if you asked me straight up Julio for Janu Smith sure yeah of you're course. gonna make that trade yeah so yeah agreed yeah I, I'm fairly high on the Titans um thought about picking them to win the AFC I, I'm not ultimately but uh think they they win I do have the Colts second Jaguars, I, I don't. I kind of agree with you. I don't. I don't think you know Urban Meyer is going to you know lift them to un- unbelievable heights this year or maybe ever. But I think they show improvement. I mean, hard not to when you won one game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think they they could be a six, you know, five six win team, something like that. Show show some signs of life. Yeah, and the Texans and are a dumpster fire. The Texans do seem to be a mess. I mean, I don't know what's, you know, the Deshaun Watson thing just gets more bizarre by the day. Playing like, him at safety I mean, and running back in practice. Are we, are we headed for a year where he's just, like, on the roster but doesn't play? I mean, that's kind of how it seems right now. Like, they want a King's ransom in a trade. No one's going to give him that, given his off-field uncertainty. And, you know, this is, this is Casario from the Belichick tree, which is basically, if you don't give us what we want, we're not giving you anything Mm -hmm. uh and and you know but it doesn't seem like he's invested in playing for them 
nor are they invested in convincing him to play for them. So I, I don't know. Bizarre. I, you know, the smartest move was him showing up to camp. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Avoids being fined. And you, and, and you and get the credit for the year. You can you just do? fake your way through soft tissue injuries until they trade right. you or release you. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I feel like, you know, competitively, I don't think you can deny he's the best quarterback they have on the roster. For sure. So in a way, I'm kind of thinking like, why aren't they saying, hey, he's our guy, he's our starter. But it doesn't seem like they're interested in going that route at all. And, and so it's it's bizarre. It really is. Yeah. But uh, I, yeah, I mean, I think they are a very strong chance for the number one overall pick, feels like. Yeah. Agreed. Um, so I'll take... I'll take the Titans, uh, and, and I've thought about this a lot. I'm not going to take the Colts because I don't think Wentz will get healthy. I think the Titans are – it's not going to be a tie. I think the Titans are going to be good. I think the Titans could win 12 games. Yeah, and, yeah, I think so too, yeah. And, I, and I'm and i not sure anyone else gets to double digits there, especially with the injuries like you alluded to. Although right. if, if right. I was going to bet on a, on a breakout, I would bet on Jonathan Taylor. Agreed. I mean, he's he's a very good running back and had a good year last year. Um, but yeah, it just it feels like uh, they're putting a lot of stock in Wentz. Now, maybe they could be a team that, you know, when it gets to the end of the preseason and teams have to cut their rosters down, you know, maybe they maybe they make a trade for a, a, a good quarterback, a Gardner Minshew, whose name was in the news today because Urban Meyer wants us to believe that he could actually be the starter, which I, I don't believe. But, you know, he's a good player. He, he can play. Um you know, maybe they make a deal and, and then you've got some better depth. But, you know, as much as I like Jacob Eason as a college quarterback and, and followed Sam Ellinger, I'm not I don't feel good about the chances with either one of them. Uh, that's that seems like a losing proposition, at least for this year. Yeah. Uh, let's move to the AFC East, which okay. last year, Bills, Dolphins, Pats and Jets. New yeah. quarterback with the Jets. Big, yes. big yes. money quarterback with the Buffalo Bills. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I earned it. Earned mm-hmm. it. I mean, uh, you know, like he's he's. Uh, uh, we talked about this last year. I'll say it again. The the guy that we saw there in 2018, I would have never guessed. You know, two years later, he'd be the MVP runner up and get this kind of money. But he's he's improved by leaps and bounds, and uh, you know, and they've it built a system. They've built a system that works. For, you know, they've surrounded him with talent, and and he's taking advantage of it, and. Yeah, I mean, no other way to say it. They've done a heck of a job, and uh, you know, I, I, I've got them winning the division again. Um, you, you said the order from last year, and I, I'm going to be boring and say I think I have the exact same order from last year. I do too. I, I thought about wanting a, a Patriots implosion year as yeah. part of a, a grand Belichickian scheme to get a top pick <laughs> to get the quarterback yeah. he wants. Um, I don't see that. I don't see that with him. I mean, last I just don't year think was he the year to do that. that. I, I don't right. think he last has year was the year. Do like, it. They had all those guys opt out. Cam was struggling mightily, and they still, what, went 7-9, 8-8, eight eight, something like yeah, that. they were 7-9. Like, yeah, I mean, it feels like, at worst, they're a, around a 500 team, which I, I have again. I just, uh, bringing Cam back was a surprise, because Cam looked bad last year. Cam yeah. looked bad for about three years now. And and I, I don't know if maybe maybe they go with Mac Jones from the outset and things change, but I just don't you know, Cam had his day, I think that day is done. And and I, I'm not sure about that move. I was surprised by it. Yeah. Um 
I, I think that we see the emergence of the Dolphins here. Uh, I do too. You know, they went 10-6. and six. Dare I say, one of the better young coaches in all of football? Yeah, I think so. Done a really nice job. I mean, they were they were the team that was thought to be a disaster, like we just talked about Houston two years ago, and they ended up, I think, winning six games, five or six games that year, and mm-hmm. you know showed some some competitive side. The beginning of the year, I remember, was awful. They got blown out the first two games, and like, oh, they're going to go zero and sixteen, and they, you know, they showed some life, and then last year. Like you said, I mean, they were in the playoff mix till the last week. I think they, I think they missed it on a tiebreaker, if I remember yeah. right. Um, you know, so yeah, I, I agree. I'm banking on a, I'm banking on a big improvement from Tua. I think you know, better health, uh, having an off season. They improved the receiving core. They, you know, signed Will Fuller. They drafted Jalen Waddle. I think that'll that'll help him, you know, air it out a little not be the dink and dunk guy that he was last year. And they're going to play good defense with Flores. So I, I thought about picking him to win the division because I think there's going to be a little Buffalo regression. Last year was like that magical year. Everything went right. Like you can't count on that two years in a row. Yeah. Ultimately not doing that, but but came very close. Yeah, I have both of them in the playoffs. Me too. Um, Me too. Yeah, I agree. I, I could. I think both are double-digit win teams. I, I agree with you. Miami could catch Buffalo, um, but ultimately, I, I just see Miami potentially having more hiccups. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Buffalo's Buffalo's just you know like they're. I mean, look, it's only one year, but they won it last year. They've got pretty much the entire core back. Um, you know, and and at this stage, you've seen more from Allen than from Tua as an NFL quarterback, uh, you know, and so there is that little, there is a little trepidation. I mean, you know, I was a big Tua fan in college and still am. He didn't look great last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there were moments he looked okay, but overall he looked tentative. Uh, at times he looked overmatched and, and I'm banking on that just being a product of, again, you know, major injury um, and being a rookie coming back from that. And, you know, uh, hopefully that, you know, he starts to look like the confident guy he was at Alabama. But I'm a little little hesitant. I think that last year was him trying to figure out, can my body still do the things that it sure. did before that significant hip injury? Sure, sure. And it was. I mean, you know, it was a big-time injury, and, and he didn't have an offseason with the team like you would normally have either. He can't, can't you know, discount that. Um, you know, and so it just... Uh, it was it was up and down. He had something in a game here against Arizona. He had a yeah nice game. You know he made some plays running. He made some plays throwing. I was like okay, this guy, that's a big moment. But then after that, he had some games. I was like man, it just doesn't seem like it's happening. Um, so uh, you know I'm 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 betting on him doing better. But Allen has shown me he can do that, and the Bills have shown you you can do that. And so yeah, but I agree with you. Got both of them. Thought about the Patriots as as a seventh place you know playoff team ultimately went another direction for that but mm-hmm. think they're in the mix and the jets uh, i don't know i mean i maybe Zach Wilson, baby but boy he's struggling it seems like <laughs> now, i know it's camp but now, you know i, I don't want to well, read into that too well, much like, but it know. does matter because when you're throwing against no defense and struggling right. it's a lot harder it's, to throw against an actual yeah defense. yeah yeah i mean the reports aren't encouraging mm-hmm. uh but you know he wouldn't be the first guy who, you know, has a rough start. And like, you know, a year from now, we've forgotten all about that because he goes out and throws, you know, 25 touchdowns as a rookie. And it's like, oh, this guy is taking the league by storm. So, 
I don't know. I don't want to write the kid off without, you know, ever having taken a competitive snap by any means. But I think you and I were both hesitant on Zach Wilson as a draft prospect. So I'm not, you know, like totally like, oh, this is nothing. Like it, it could be something. Yeah. Uh, let's move to the north. Last yeah. season, Steelers, Ravens, and Browns all made the playoffs. The Bengals yeah. had Joe Burrow for most of the year. So, you know, that was something. Yeah. Um, I, you know how we, you, you mentioned sometimes guys lose it. We were talking about, uh, Derrick Henry in that regard, but the Steelers added Najee Harris. And I think he has it. The problem is I think that, you know, I'm betting the, I'm betting the regression on big Ben. And and I just, so I, I don't see them repeating. He's got a lot of weapons. He, he's got, uh, you know, hopefully a very talented running back. They've got yeah. very good receivers. They brought Juju back on a on a cheap deal. But right. I think this is Ravens and Browns division with the Steelers, uh, you know, yeah. maybe hanging on for that last playoff spot fight. I'm pretty much with you. Yeah, I I, uh, I think I've said this to you before as we talked about Roethlisberger. The, the second half of last year reminded me of, of the second half of Peyton Manning in 2014 when he just he didn't have it anymore. And he came back for one more year. And they won the Super Bowl, which, you know, I loved. It was, you know, one of the coolest moments of my sports fan life. But, but he was not very good of... anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he wasn't the same player. He got hurt, missed the second half of the year. And, and yeah, I just, I don't know. They're, you know, the Steelers stuff and the stuff you hear, it reminds me of, and I know it's a joke we make all the time, but it reminds me right now of the Herb Sendek, you know, we're going to run and gun. We're going to go deep on the bench. And it's like, yo, Ben's in good shape. His arm feels great. Like, show me, man. Because it didn't look that way the second half of last year. It just did not. And I know he has he has lost some weight. Definitely looks that way. Um, but I don't know if it's weight that was holding it down. I'm just not sure his arm is there anymore. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know he had elbow surgery. And so kind of like Tua, you, you could maybe chalk up last year to, hey, I'm coming back from a major surgery. The difference is he's old. And, and it's an elbow. Yeah. And elbow surgery is tough to come back from. So yeah, especially when you professionally throw things. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I agree. I uh, And they, you know, they had to make some, some big time cuts. You know, they had a really good defense last year, but they were in salary cap hell and had to let some guys go. And, uh, you know, so like they're not, they're not the same roster they had last year. I got them third. I got the Bengals fourth. Uh, some concern there in in some of the reports about Joe Burrow mm-hmm. and how he, you know, is like, he's even said, you know, like mentally I've got to convince myself I'm okay. And like, man, if I'm one of the few Bengals fans out there, and I know there's not that many, I'm, I'm nervous about that because he looked good when he played, but start hearing like, Oh, he's really struggling and he's running for his life and he doesn't look confident. Like ugh, that, that has to scare you a little bit. Yeah. This is one of those things where, you know, the old the old quarterback mentality might be at play for him. He needs to get hit and see how he reacts. Sure, and once sure. he gets hit and gets up and feels yeah. okay, maybe it'll all click back into maybe place. Maybe he's all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's look, an ACL injury, and his wasn't just an ACL, I don't think. It was you know, everything. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's tough. It, like, they're, they're more routine than they used to be. But it's still not an easy thing to just, you know, oh, shake it off and you're back 100% in eight months. 
um, and he got hurt late in the season. Uh, you know, so it's it's tough. But I, I mean, I think they they showed a little bit of life last year. I think probably they're the same about the same type of team. Uh, you know, my interest with them is long term. Do they do they regret passing on the offensive lineman? Yeah. I, know, I know you were big on Penny Sewell. I was too. They had a chance to take him, and they took Jamar Chase, which you know is sexy on paper. Reunite that LSU combination, but this ain't LSU. And and you know you're not you're not playing uh, Vanderbilt and Arkansas and Mississippi State in the NFL. And you know it's like yeah, that's great, and it might be great, but you you got to have guys to block for Joe Burrow to make that combination work. Well, and the other thing with that now even more so is if Burrow feels uncomfortable or sketchy, don't you just want a mountain standing over there at tackle I mean, to protect yeah, him? Yeah, you'd think so, yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, look, if Jamar Chase, you know, becomes uh, you know, an all-pro wide receiver... Yeah, look, if Jamar Chase is line. young A.J. Green, you're fine. Sure, but, sure, sure, you know, but... Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting with him, and there's other... I mean, Sewell's another one. There's several of these guys. Didn't play last year. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see, like, what is the effect on on some of those guys of you know sitting out a season, and do you you know do you lose some competitive edge? Do you lose a little bit? I don't know. We haven't we haven't had a scenario like that before very much, and we've got a lot of top guys that you know Sewell, Micah Parsons, uh, Chase, uh, you know that that sat out last year. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. But yeah. I'm with you. I got I got. We're going in opposite order. I got Bengals four, Steelers three. That leaves our one-two the same, but what's your order for your one-two? I'm going. I, I thought about this a lot. I I'm going Browns Ravens because I think that Jackson's going to have to miss time because of COVID, at least testing, because he's very you know he's he's <laughs> yeah, he's gotten possible. it twice, and right, he says right. you know he's still investigating right, the vaccine. Right. Well, if he's not vaccinated, and look, frankly, I don't know the status of. And, you know, guys, unless they say they're not, for the most part. Sure. Um, but he's clearly not. So I, I think that that gives oh, the yeah. edge to the Browns because yeah. I think he's going to miss time. So Well, the, the fear with him, I think, would be a John Rahm situation. Mm-hmm. Because you can test positive after you've had it. And doesn't mean you've got it again, but you just, you know, like, the, you know. And so if he's getting daily testing because he's unvaccinated, which I guess he is. Uh, you know, like that, that to me would be my biggest fear. It's like, you know, that's what happened. That's what knocked John Rahm out of the Olympics. He had it in June. He tests positive once out of, you know, four times, you know, before the Olympics. And it's, oh, sorry, you can't go. Like, well, you don't really have it again, but they're not letting him go. And I think the NFL would have the same procedure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and because of that, I give the nod to the Browns. I think both of these teams are playoff teams. Um, I do too. But I got, I, I've I'm got the same the order and, and the same same result both both make the playoffs yeah yeah um i'm high on the browns i, I mean i i don't want to be uh, i'll say that you know i'm not like uh you know waving the browns flag but they they finished strong last year they probably should have won that game in kansas city i mean kansas city outplayed them in the first quarter and then like from there kansas city had to hold on for dear life Mahomes got hurt and you know like they they were probably the better team most of that game um, you know, Odell comes back. Is that good or bad? I, I don't know. Uh, it might not be good, but it could be great if he can rediscover he his younger to, form. Yeah, he just has to figure it out. Yeah, 
I mean, I think the key with him is like, does he, you know, and I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan at all. You know that, but he seemed to play better after Beckham got hurt because he seemed to just play free. And, and does it become one of those again? Like, you know, he's trying to force the ball to Odell Beckham and that, that throws you off your game. Yeah. Well, and that's a definite possibility for him, but I, you know, the running backs there that, you know, the league is built on depth and injury. Yeah. They're a team that has depth, you know, assuming Baker stays healthy. Sure. They're going to be fine. Yeah. And and even if he misses, I mean, like if he's out for the year, that's different, but Case Keenum's a solid quarterback. You know, he's, we've gotten to an NFC championship game before as a starter. So if, if Mayfield misses two or three games because of an injury or something, you can survive that, I think. Yeah. And so I, I give the nod to the Browns. I do too. I do too. And, and you're right. Those running backs, I mean, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and the defense is really good. Uh, you know, Miles Garrett's come into his own. Uh, they added Clowney. I don't know how much of an impact that's really going to be. Clowney, Clowney, much like Julio Jones, is always injured. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you get if you get five good games out of Clowney, like the Seahawks did a couple years ago, he could be a huge difference maker in those games. Well, and the other thing is, he's you know, he he's somebody who you at least have to consider sliding, a, you know, towards him, right. which gives right. you know. If you're going to chip Garrett with a tight end or a running back at a minimum every play. Right, right, you know. right. And that, and that, you know, I mean, like I go back to that year he had with the Seahawks. You know, Clowney can have a game or two or three where he is just dominant. He reminds me kind of a Vontez Perfect at ASU. Mm-hmm. Like the consistency isn't really there, not game in, game out. But there's going to be three or four games where like, man, he's the best player on the field. He can't be stopped. And if he gives him that, Miles Garrett gives him what you'd expect. And, uh, you know, then that, that – might be pretty darn good and Denzel Ward's a great corner I mean they're they're pretty loaded I think and they they finally got over the hump last year like not just hype but actually delivering on the hype yeah so I've got two of my wild card teams picked do you okay I got Ravens and Dolphins so far we're uh we're very tracking exactly I believe same three division winners and same two wild cards thus far so let's go out west okay Chiefs class of the the division, uh, fourteen and two so. last year. Return everybody. Uh, generally strong quarterback play from Mahomes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, one of the one of the best in the league. I think he's established himself pretty clearly in that uh, you know that level three years in a row now. Yeah. Uh, after that, it went Raiders, Chargers, Broncos. If the Broncos had Aaron Rodgers, I'd pick them to maybe contest for the division. But uh, agreed. With, without, I, I'm going to stick with the Chiefs as my winner. Me too. Me too. And then I was so impressed with the Chargers last year and Herbert yeah. specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And, and I thought the Raiders. You know, the Raiders finished 500. They still have Jacobs, Waller. If he's healthy, uh, which yeah. seems to be more and more in question right now, yeah, yeah, uh, up now, yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think Carr is going to play quarterback till he's forty-five, as he suggested he'd like to do. <laughs> no, but uh, no, no, I know, yeah, yeah. I maybe agree. if he'll play for the league minimum. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that was my first thought on that too. Is like, 
you know, he's been on the chopping block with the Raiders for year after year after year, it feels like. And it, you know, he's a, he's a good quarterback. But, you know, yeah, I think he should be concerned that at 35, somebody's going to want him to be the starter. Yeah, uh, They may, but I don't think that's a guarantee. Um, look, I, I'm going to pull the trigger and say I believe Herbert makes a big leap and the Chargers are my, my seventh seed. Yeah, well, boy, we're we're really. It's like we rehearsed this, but we didn't. That's exactly what I have too. I was thinking I you were gonna. I thought you might have gone Raiders there. I thought about the Raiders, but their defense stinks. And I and I mean, it was bad last year. Now it it may be a little bit better this year. I mean, it it almost has to be somewhat better. But uh, I just don't know. Like I think, yeah, you're right. Josh Jacobs is good, and cars car is very. He's serviceable. He's the definition yeah, and, of serviceable quarterback. And, and maybe better than that. I mean, I, like if you surrounded, if you put Derek Carr with uh, with the Chiefs, you know, could he could he win thirteen games? I, yeah, probably so. I mean, I think he's pretty darn good. I just don't think he's ever had that kind of talent. The only year he did before he got hurt or at the very end, they were really good. They, you know, they were on on track to win the division. He got hurt and they ended up not. But uh, you know, like he's he can win. I just I don't know. I just don't know if they're good enough around him. Um, and so, yeah, I've got the Chargers, too. And I, I'm wary because as good as Herbert looked last year, they they didn't win many games. And that's not on him. Don't don't get me wrong. But, like, then they go 4-12 and 12 or 5-11, mm-hmm. and 11, something like that. Uh, you know, so it's like, do you see that much of a leap? But I, I kind of do. They lost a lot of close games. Um, uh, you know, feels like they always have a ton of injuries. But mm-hmm. so far, so good. Not wood. They haven't had any major injuries that have taken guys out yet. Um, and so, yeah, I've, I've got them as my last wild card as well. And then Raiders three, Broncos four. Same. Let's okay. uh, let's oh, run- have the exact same playoff field. What's what's your order? My my Chiefs one seed is is pretty much inked in right now. Yeah, that's me too. Uh, and then I go. Browns will play the Chargers. Okay. Bills will play. You know, I didn't think this through. I didn't think this. Your other, part. your other wild cards are Ravens, Dolphins. I know, but I don't. I know because they're mine. Yeah. So. I'm gonna say, okay. Bills over Raiders. Over Ravens. Uh, I mean, yeah. No, no. no. Okay. Bills over Ravens. Okay. Browns over Chargers. Okay. Which leaves you with Dolphins, Dolphins Titans. Titans. Titans over Dolphins. So I'm going to have all my okay. division winners advance. Okay. And then... Are you get mine? Or yeah. Are you going to finish out? Uh, I'll, I'll finish out. So finish out. Right. That, that puts me at Bills playing... Browns, yeah. Titans playing Chiefs, and I'll go Chiefs, Browns, Browns to the Super Bowl. Okay, well, so we've got some differences now. Okay, we, good. We had the exact same seven, but uh, I'm gonna go. I've got Chiefs as one. I got Titans two, playing the Chargers. I'll have the Titans beating the Chargers. I've got Browns three playing the Dolphins, where I'm gonna go upset. The, the Browns' dream season comes to a nightmare end when they lose at home to the Dolphins. 
And then I've got Bills over Ravens. I think you had that too, although in the 3-6, I've got a 4-5. Mm-hmm. So that would give me Dolphins playing the Chiefs as the lowest seed. I've got Chiefs. That would give me Bills at Titans. I've got Titans. Again, told you I was high on the Titans. Mm-hmm. But I said I wasn't picking them to win the AFC, so that pretty much gives away. I've got the Chiefs going to their third straight Super Bowl. Okay. I've got the Browns. You've got the Chiefs. Let's roll to the NFC. All right. Let's start out west. No. Yes. Let's start out west. Doesn't matter. Okay. Okay. Last year, Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, Niners, uh, many, many changes. Uh, Yes. Matt Stafford to the Rams. Yes. A.J. Green to the Cardinals. Trey Lance to the Niners. Yeah. Um, but the Seahawks still have Russell Wilson and still have Lockett and still have Metcalf. They do. They do. Yeah. Agreed. I I know you want to. I know you're going to pick Matt Stafford in the Rams. I know That's this. In my, I know this in that my heart. That is correct. Yes. I'm picking <laughs> them to win the division. Yes. That that is that is accurate. I'm, a, I'm taking the Seahawks. Um, okay. Okay, I've got the Seahawks second and making the playoffs. Yeah, I, I, I will say I'm I'm high on this division. I've got three playoff teams. You can imagine pretty much that my third is the 49ers because it ain't gonna be the Cardinals. Uh, but I've got I've got Rams one, Seahawks two, 49ers three, and both of them make the playoffs as wild cards. So I have Seahawks, Rams, whose defense might be the best in football. Yeah, Aaron Donald leads the way. And then I go Cardinals-Niners. Okay, so you don't have a Niners bounce back year. Some, some I, just better luck, better injury luck, all that. I'm, I'm banking on that. I think they'll have that, but I think this quarterback flux yeah. thing, you know, you, this is one of those things. If they go to Lance, they can't go back, right? Right. We're, we're right. in agreement I there. Agree. I would agree with that, yeah. So let's say Jimmy G's looking over his shoulder and they start, you know, two and two. And yeah. then they switch to Lance, and he struggles, so they go, you know, two and four in his first six, and then he writes the yeah. ship. Well, I think it's just too late. Yeah, and, and you might be right. I, I suppose I'm sort of riding the fence by picking them third, and, uh, you know, like, I could see them winning the division. I mean, they, they were, you know, they were a, a really deep, talented, good, all-the-way-around roster in 2019, and they got to the Super Bowl. And last year was just one of those years. Like, it's sort of what I fear with the Bills. It's like, sometimes it's hard to replicate that. And, I mean, they had so many injuries. Like, you know, week week two, I think they were in New York, and they had, you know, three defensive starters go out for the year, including Bosa. Uh, I mean, it just, and it was just like, then about midseason, it was like, oh, they're getting healthy. Maybe they can make a run. And then Garoppolo goes out for the year. Kittle goes out for the year. And, like, ah, they just, they, well, Kittle did come back, I guess, at the very end. But, you know, it just felt like they could not get a break. And I'm, I'm banking on just better luck, honestly. Just, like, it can't all go wrong like it did last year. I think you're right. And, and I think they have good coaching. I do. I, I mean, I, you know, one can, one can poke holes in the Kyle Shanahan as Vince Lombardi Jr. argument that some people have made. You know, like, they, you know, he's, he's had some nice moments. He's also had some seasons that, like, like last year, Yes, they had bad luck, but, you know, if you wanted to make the case of, like, well, hey, why didn't you get more out of that team last year? Okay, you could make that case. I don't, but but I know people do, and I can't totally dismiss them. Um, I have the Seahawks and Rams making the playoffs. Okay, 
Okay. But I so, do yeah, not I, I, have okay. the Cardinals or Niners. No Cardinals. Okay. Okay. I mean, I, I, so, I mean, I'm, I'm getting it. We're going to do our awards picks at the end. Yeah. Uh, I thought about picking Kyler Murray to win MVP just because my MVP pick is generally a curse pick mm-hmm. and you'll understand who I pick and that, that'll make sense when I get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I can't do it. I just can't do it. I Honestly, I just don't think the Cardinals are that good. I, I know I'm biased, but, uh, you know, J.J. Watt, A.J. Green, if this was 2013, I'd be really scared. Mm-hmm. But it's 2021, and and I just i am not buying them as impact additions. I, I just want to remind you, you cannot pick Bill Belichick as the MVP. That's, <laughs> that's no, not... I'm not picking him. <laughs> I, I mean, you want me to tell you who it is? I can sure. tell you right now, because we've already talked about that team. Sure. Baker Mayfield. Okay. And there is some legitimacy to the pick. Well, I mean, they're my uh, Super Bowl team, so I think right. that it's a... And I picked them to be the, you know, the third seed in the AFC. Uh, so, I, you know, it was one of those where, like, I was not going to put the, the story MVP curse on Matt Stafford, even though I want him to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was not going to put it on, you know, Josh Allen, who I like, or Tua, who I like. I mean, like, you know, there's so many guys that I'm like, I can't do that to them. I picked Dak last year. Disaster. I picked Eli in 2018. That was a disaster. Like, my MVP picks are bad. So I'm going to go with Baker, and if it breaks the curse, he has a great year, then next year I'll be freed up. And if not, I've cursed him, and he has a bad year, and I'm happy. I support that. We so, have okay. We have not addressed my MVP, so I will okay. Okay. withhold it. Uh, I'll do the rest of the awards at the end, too, yeah. but I'll just throw that in there. Yeah, so, all right, so a little different. I, yes, I'm going Rams, Seahawks, and Niners to make the playoffs in that division. Let's flip to the South, where Drew yeah. Brees is not the Saints quarterback for the first time in a long no. time. No, no, first time since 2005. Kind of amazing. Um, you've got the Saints uh, with Brees, who won the division, the Buccaneers with Brady, who won the Super Bowl. The yeah. Panthers with Darnold, who wasn't there last year, and the Falcons with Matty Ice. Yeah, still going. <laughs> still still can get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't, you know, I, I feel like I feel like this is Matt Ryan's last year in Atlanta, and, and he becomes potentially a hot item in the yeah. offseason uh, for a team that's, you know, let's, I mean, it's probably not the Niners because they drafted Lance, but, you know, a, a team that maybe has a disappointing... Yeah, the Colts would make sense. The Steelers, mm-hmm. if Roethlisberger, you know, hangs it up as expected, uh, you know, I think he's a guy who you could plug in and say, okay, let's let's go make a run at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, yeah, I don't think. Now I'll say this: I, I think the I like Kyle Pitts, I like that draft pick a lot. I think he's going to be really good. But I just their defense is bad. It was bad last year. I think it's going to be bad again. Um, I think, you know, it's going to be like, if they're going to win games, they have to score 38 because they're going to give up 35, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, they'll win a couple that way, but I don't, I don't think very many. They're my last place team in that division. Uh, I, you know, mm-hmm. you can make an argument for Carolina, but I, I'm going Atlanta. Well, this is, this is where we differ and I, uh, I will tip my hand a bit okay. because this implicates my coach of the year. Okay. Matt Rule and the Panthers are going to the playoffs. Okay. Sam okay. Darnold well, so, is going to go to the playoffs. I, I love it. I love it. I hope you're right, man. I, You know, I like Darnold. I liked him at SC. I think he got a, a real bad hand dealt to him in New York. Uh, some of it was on him. I mean, I'm not not saying he, you know, 
nothing was on. I mean, he did play well. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he gets mono and, and he gets coaching changes and bad teammates. And it's just like a lot was out of his control to have success there. So I, I hope you're right. And, I, you know, so, so I'll say I don't have him going to the playoffs, but I'll back off what I just said. I do have the Falcons last. I have the Panthers third, but not like a, you know, four-win season third. Yeah. Maybe a seven or eight wins, something like yeah. that. So I go Bucks, Panthers, Saints, Falcons. Okay. So I'm going Bucks too. I, I mean, I don't know how you can't. I, yeah. I'd love not to. But they won the Super Bowl, and they bring back, like, almost, not almost, I think every single key player from last year, right? We yeah. Don't have every starter back. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, they don't lose much. So if you're if you're going against the Bucks, you're going on the notion that, that the, you know, Brady's going to hit the wall. Yeah. And he might. At some point, you'd think that's going to happen. Um, but, you know, he hasn't, he hasn't shown that. Mm-hmm. They got a great receiving core. They got a great offensive line. They got good running backs. They got a great defense. Uh, I mean, you know, that's like that's how they won that Super Bowl was with a dominant defense. Uh, they paid Todd Bowles, who may be better suited as a defensive coordinator, but is really good at that. Yeah. Um, you know, like if you're not going them, you're you're just fooling yourself into somebody else. I think. Mm-hmm. I got Saints too, and and getting the last wild card. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Sean Payton finds a way to scratch out a 10-win season for the Saints. It may not be pretty. It, it's not going to look like the Drew Brees heyday. But I, I think he, he knows how to get it done more often than not. He's going to get good quarterback play from my, my guy, Jameis. He's going to win that job. He's going to re- resuscitate his career a little bit. And they're going to they're gonna squeak into the playoffs. So they are in the playoffs for me. All my wild cards are done now. Um, okay. I, I have too. them, yeah. So I have okay. them and the Rams and the Panthers as my wild card team. Okay, well, we, mine too, obviously, because I have Seahawks, Niners, and Saints. Yeah. So yeah, I, I guess we're we're on the same page. No wild cards from the North or the East. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I've got Saints as the last wild card team getting in. I think there's there's still enough there. I know they lost some key guys defensively, kind of like the Steelers. They had to they had to let some guys go that were were big parts of what they did. But I'm I'm going with them to claw out a pretty good year. But I I mean I think the Bucks are, I mean the Bucks are winning fourteen or fifteen games. I think. Yeah. Um. Let's move to the NFC East, where no one finished under five hundred. Over five hundred. Over five hundred. My bad. <laughs> no one finished over five hundred. Everyone if was. If no bad. one finishes under five hundred in that division that this year, it'd be like a, be a, an incredible turnaround. Yeah. 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 But I will tell you, I look. My NFC picks, I'm getting a little, I'm getting a little out there. All right, okay. I got the Panthers, right? Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, I'm going to tell you who my number one seed is right now. Okay. My number one seed, Dallas Cowboys. Wow, you're buying the Cowboy turnaround. I, I, we were on them last year. We were, we were, we both were, and we both got burned badly. And Zeke got got COVID right before the season. He showed right. up out of shape. He, he never looked right. This year, right. he looks right. You know, if Dak comes back, by, you know, which I think he will early, if not by Seems week like, one. Seems like he's on track to, to get back. Yeah, yeah, so, I agree. So I'm buying the hype. I, I think Dallas I think Dallas ekes out the one seed over wow. Tampa and my North champion. Okay. Well, I've, I've got Dallas winning the East. I agree with you. But no, I've got them as the four seed. I've got mm-hmm. it being pretty similar to last year. Maybe they have a winning record, 
but I, I've got the division feeling a lot like last year. Like Dallas goes maybe ten and seven, nine and eight, something like that, uh, and and squeaks in over over Washington. I've got Washington. I thought about taking them because I think their defense still going to be really good. That defensive line is loaded, mm-hmm. um, but I'm I'm going Dallas barely. Turns out if but, you keep drafting Alabama defensive players, your defense will be good. Well, yeah, I mean, they, they've invested it, you know, Deron Payne, Jonathan Allen from, from Alabama, Chase Young, uh, Josh, or not Josh, Montez Sweat. Uh, I mean, they, they, you know, their whole defensive line is first round picks mm-hmm. and it paid off for them last year. I think it, I think they'll be good again. The key for me with them is like, you know, I just said it about Case Keenum. If Case Keenum has to start three or four games, you're fine. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is the guy on that. If he has to start three or four games, cool. He can do that. He can go 4-0 in those four games. But if you're looking at him as your number one guy, I think you're going to you're gonna be disappointed because he throws a lot of picks. He'll lose you as many games as he wins you. Yeah. And, you know, but I'm glad his uh, NFL tour continues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? He's uh, How many teams is this for him now? Do you know? I can look at Nine, up. ten. Oh, I think it's I, mean, I think it's double digits. Well, off the top of my head, I know he's been with Rams, Bengals, Texans, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Redskins, obviously. Uh, so I I can read it for you. Okay. Rams, Bengals, Bills. Okay. Titans. I had all those. Texans, Titans. Jets. Tampa, Miami, Washington. I forgot Tampa, too. Okay, okay. So that, is that nine? Uh, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Tennessee, Houston, New York, Tampa, Miami. Yeah, nine. Okay, nine, yeah, yeah. So, and and he's he really needs to go to the Patriots at some point, complete the, complete the AFC East. Mm-hmm. I think that's the division he's the closest to completing, right? Yeah, I mean, he's he's hit Buffalo, New York, and Miami, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so, uh, you know, I feel like there's still time for that. But, uh, I mean, he's a nice player. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, but I just, I don't know. I'm not sold on him as a 17-game starter. Uh, so we'll see. But I got I got Cowboys, Redskins. I know they're not called the Redskins anymore. I, uh, that's fine. You, it's, Until it's they awesome. have a new nickname, I'm going to call them the Redskins because – the football team just seems stupid to me. So whatever. Uh, and then I'll go. I'll go Giants three, Eagles four. Uh, you know, without much Giants conviction. showed a little bit of life. Yeah, without much conviction. Yeah, that's that's fair. I mean, the Giants showed a little bit of life last year. I know Joe Judge runs camp like he's you know Bear Bryant, and I'm not sure that's going to work long term in the NFL. But it it could work for a year or two. Yeah. Uh, until guys turn on him. Yeah. I. Uh, it- I agree with you on that. I think in baseball, everyone can hate the manager and bond. I think in football, right. you know, subject to what Herman Boone taught us, uh, <laughs> everyone will just quit on the coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in the NFL, it's it. You can do that in high school. You can you can probably do it in college. You can you can you know because you get young guys and you can get in there and and you know make them all rally together. But in the NFL, you got you know you got men. You got, you know, 30, 32, 34-year-old men with families that they just, they don't need to run laps after practice or stuff. You know, like, that's just, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't I don't know that that's going to work long-term, but, you know, it, it could it could show some life. 
it's a make it or break it year for Daniel Jones. I think, you know, going into year three, that's, that's about what you get. Uh, if you don't show it by the end of year three, teams ready to move on, get somebody else. Uh, my prediction is they move on and get somebody else. I Nothing th- against him. I just, I don't think it's going to happen there. I think that too. I have it going Dallas, Washington, Philly, New York. Okay. Um, okay. I, I think that Saquon, you know, half the O-line just retired. Um, so and and Saquon's coming back from injury I I just don't think that's in the cards I agree I agree and then Daniel Jones just turns the ball over way too much Mm -hmm. I mean he just he's a fumbler he's he throws a lot of picks uh uh you know he's had some nice moments um and maybe he gets a second chance somewhere and does better but I, I don't know I just don't I'm not sure I see it happening um so yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go Giants Eagles in that order, but yeah, you're right. Not, not much conviction. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know about Jalen hurts. I like him, you know, he's a nice story, but I'm not sure he's an NFL starting quarterback when it comes down to it. Uh, I think, I think they're probably in the market for a quarterback in the off season. I would guess yeah. just like the giants. Yeah. Um, let's move to the North. All right. Last year, Packers with MVP Aaron Rodgers followed by the 8-8 eight and eight Chicago Bears, who are going to have a new quarterback at some point with Justin yes, Fields. Yes, indeed. Well, new, well, I guess no one, Trubisky, no so what. definitely a new yeah. quarterback, yeah. Mitchie the Kid is gone, yes. yeah. Yes. To back uh, up Josh Allen, which, good. Yes. That's a spot for him. Figure it out is, what Josh Allen is. did and, and yeah, copy that. maybe he can, yeah, I mean, he might be Daniel Jones. What I just said about Dan, like, he gets, a, gets an opportunity, go be a backup learn a little bit and maybe he's an attractive option in the offseason for somebody well uh, if the know, bills are this great and their coordinators become yeah. head coaches maybe somebody right. wants to bring him with right i mean i i think trubisky was kind of unfairly you know blamed for everything there i mean i'm not saying he was a hall of famer or anything like that but like it just felt like everybody was so quick to turn on him almost immediately when things went bad um, and I don't think Matt Nagy really wanted him. I know Trubisky said that this week or alluded to that and took some heat for it. I think he's right. And I mean, Matt Nagy didn't draft him. Matt Nagy drafted Pat Mahomes. And I think Matt Nagy coached him like, I'd rather have Pat Mahomes, which I get, but you don't have Pat Mahomes, so make the best of the guy you have. And he didn't seem to do that. Yeah. Uh, Vikings with their very COVID-friendly quarterback room. and Yes. And the plexiglass, Ma- man. Yeah. Got his plexiglass box around him. Yeah. Maybe that can uh, help him not get sacked, too. <laughs> it, might. it might. I mean, it should be. He just goes out there in, like, the Pope Mobile. Yeah. That works. I like it. Uh, we might be onto something. And uh, the Lions with Jared Goff. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you, just real quick as an aside, it is nice going into a season and not rooting for the Lions to do well. <laughs> I mean, it's an exhale for me. Mm-hmm. That was 12 years in a row. And really going back further than that, because I like Joey Harrington and, you know, Charles Rogers, Roy Williams. Like, I, I've, I've kind of closet rooted for the Lions for about two decades. Mm-hmm. And now I look at them and I'm like, yeah, I have no investment at all. It's really nice. Yeah, your Thanksgiving is now no stress. It's nice. Yeah, I don't have to be like, oh, I think the Lions, maybe they could do it. Uh, you know, like you've heard me. You've heard me in these projections for years say, ah, I'm going to pick the Lions as a wild card because I have to. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to this year, and I don't feel like I have to. No, you're picking the Rams because you have to. I am. <laughs> the Rams are actually good. Like, yeah. that's the thing. It's it's nice having a team with Matt Stafford, but I feel like they they should be pretty good. Uh, whereas with the Lions, it was always like, yeah, 
yeah, talking myself into it, but I, I didn't really believe it deep down. Um, I think the Packers remain the class of the division if Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Yeah. So yeah, I'm going to take them to win the North. Followed, I I've got the same, yeah. Uh, I, I follow that up with a very similar order to last year, Bears and Vikings, interchangeable. Um, yeah. I'll take yeah. the Bears. Oh, uh, I'll take the Bears because I'd rather have a young quarterback than a not eligible to play quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Fields is getting rave reviews in training camp. And I know it's training camp, just like we said about the negative stuff with Zach Wilson. But, man, every other day it's like, oh, Fields is the best player on the field. He looks great. Like, I'm excited. Well, and we saw we saw he's tough. You know, We do. We he, know that. Yeah. He yeah, took yeah. a beating in the playoffs. Yes, and, yes. And, uh, you know, I think if he – the, the key with him is, like, does he play with that chip on his shoulder of, you know, I was the, what, fourth quarterback taken, I should have been the first quarterback taken or second, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to prove that Trey Lance and, you know, Zach Wilson were not anywhere near my level. Uh, and, and you know, I think he can do it. The key is Matt Nagy. Like, I'm not, I'm not sold. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I, I worry that he's going to have a coaching change after year one, which is not a good recipe for a quarterback generally. Um, but I, I'm with you. I'm going to go Bears two, Vikings three. I was high on the Vikings last year, and they let me down. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know it was a weird year for everybody and all of that, but I, I thought, you know, they got a good defense, and they did not have a good defense at all. Uh, you know, Cousins is, Cousins is Derek Carr. Uh, same thing I said about Derek Carr. If you give Cousins a really good team around him, can he win you 12 games? Yeah, I think so. But I don't think he's got that really good team around him. He's got some decent pieces, but nothing that inspires a lot of fear in me. Yeah. Uh, for the playoffs, I'm taking all of my division winners, ending the miracle run of the Panthers. Uh, okay, so what's your – so you've got you – go back and tell me. you got Dallas 1, right? Dallas 1, Packers 2. Tampa three, Seattle four. Okay. So my order is Tampa one, Packers two, Rams three, Dallas four. And then here's where it it gets lost. And and this is where everyone, you know, talks about why McCarthy's terrible. I I have the Seahawks beating the one seed, Dallas. Okay. So wait, let me go back. Who are your wild cards? You had Saints, Panthers, and Rams. Rams. Yeah. Any order, or do you not care? Uh, you don't I, I don't care, other than I have the Panthers last, losing to the Packers. Okay, okay. So my order is Seahawks, Niners, Saints, 5, 6, 7. I've got Saints, Packers, Packers over Saints. I've got Rams over Niners, but I've got Seahawks over Cowboys. So like you... I've got the Cowboys losing their first playoff game, but unlike you, it wouldn't be a huge shock because I've got them having a worse record than the wild card team they play. Yeah. Um, so you've got so so go back. You've got who beating? You've got Seattle beating Dallas. I've got Seattle round. beating Dallas in the second round. Okay. Disappointing. Okay. Uh, okay. Setting up Bucks Packers. Uh, yes. Rematch of last year's title game in Green Bay again. I think the yes. Packers win because I think that Stokes replaces King in coverage. Okay. Uh, so the Packers host Seattle yet again, hosting the championship game for the NFC. This time they win 
in FU okay. mode Aaron Rodgers season. Okay. And that gives me Packers Browns in the Super Bowl. Okay. So I'll go through mine. I, I gave you my first round. That would give me Seattle playing at Tampa. Yes, yes. Um, and the Rams at the Packers. I'm going to take Tampa over Seattle. I'm going to take the Rams over the Packers. And I'm going to take the Rams over the Bucks. And yeah. give me the Rams and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Interesting. So very different. Uh, my champion, the people's champions, the Green Bay Packers, okay. who become the first team ever to trade the Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've got the second straight home champion, the Los Angeles Rams win the Super Bowl. Ah, that's exciting. Why not? Why not? Chips to the middle of the table. Sean McVay, Matt Stafford, take me home. So uh, some year-end awards, my coach of the year, Matt Rule. Okay, okay. Um, my MVP, just because it's got to be somebody, and I think we, I think we break the quarterback streak. This is my, okay. This is my hope. This is my potential fear. But I'm taking Zeke. I, I think ah, that. Okay. I think that. I like it. He. I think this is one of those things where he's coming in not off the radar, but with such yeah. low expectations for how last year ended, and then he's yeah. going to get the yeah. the initial hard knocks push. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. And I, I think, like that pick. I think yeah. he wins the MVP. Okay. Okay. Well, I gave you my MVP, uh, and we'll do some other awards. I'm not not we're not going to do just those two, but my MVP is Baker. Don't want it. It's my pick. Coach of the year. I'm going to go Sean Payton. For kind of the same reason as you took Matt Rule, I feel like he takes a team that shouldn't be there and gets them into the playoffs. Yeah. And they are both very good coaches. Pa Sean Payton, it's one of those things where he strikes me as a uh, like a college bowl game would be his like perfect yes. atmosphere. I agree. I agree. You know? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think uh, if, he, if Jameis has the turnaround that I expect, Sean Payton's going to get the credit, and probably deservedly. And I think that's that's where that difference comes into play. Okay. I, I support that. What about uh, Defensive Player of the Year? Who do you got? So this one was hard for me because a lot of what I was thinking for this was, you know, based on offense. Like, a lot of my picks are offensive-based. Right. Basically. Right. Um, I don't think the NFL is going to love that this guy deserves it, but I think it's going to be Miles Garrett. I thought about taking him too. He was definitely on my radar. I'm taking Devin White, the linebacker from Tampa. That's a good pick. I, I, I think, think he's the part part of that deep, a really good defense overall, but I think he's the best player. Yeah. Um. Any any thoughts on when we'll see Mac Jones play? When we'll see Trey Lance play? Well, I think we're going to see Trey Lance play Week One, not as a starter, but I think they're going to use him. Sounds like they're going to, you know, they're going to have packages for him. Um, I think. Uh, and on that subject, let's let's do rookies of the year too, if you want mm -hmm. to, at least an offensive. Sure. Um, I I don't have any of the quarterbacks winning offensive rookie of the year. I'll say that, but I'll answer your question first. I think. Uh, I, so you're probably really asking when does Trey Lance start? Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> I'm going to say he doesn't. 
I'm going to say, maybe he a starts full, a game or two if Garoppolo's hurt. But it's a full uh, Jimmy G starter campaign. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he, maybe sort of a uh, Alex Smith, um, you know, last week of the season, if nothing's on the line, he gets a, a week 18 start when Mahomes did, something like that. But I'm going to... I'm going to say if Garoppolo's healthy, he's good enough to keep the job, and then they move on after the year. They, you know, they get a, a ransom for him. Somebody, somebody needs a quarterback. They'll get something. Um, Mac Jones, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Mac Jones starts Week One. Uh, you know, I mean, I, if not, I think by mid October at the latest. Yeah. What do I, you think about Fields? When do you, when does Fields get in the lineup? I I think. When is their bye week? I didn't look this up. I don't know. Let's, I can look. I'm looking uh, right now. We'll okay. fill time. We'll fill okay. time. This is us filling time. I'll this say, is... I hope, as you're looking it up, I hope that Fields doesn't start week one. I think, you know, give him a little leash. Starting week uh, one at Rams would be bad. Would be tough, yeah. And it just it creates... Uh, unrealistic expectation i think of like oh he's gonna hit the ground running and you know i mean he's gonna have his struggles um i think well oh here I, I looked at their schedule okay it's okay rams so it's at rams home to Bengals, at browns home to lions at raiders packers at tampa san francisco pittsburgh by ravens oh. lions so it's so not the late. buy's late. If you're going to give them a chance to have early success, I think it has to be week four Lions, week five was, at Raiders. So that's what I'm saying. Say, you said home to the Lions. I think it's a fourth game. That makes some sense, especially if they are one and two or zero oh and three, and and it's like okay, we need to we need to do something to spark this season. That feels right. Yeah. So that's now, they play the Bengals week two. You said right. They play home to the Bengals, but then the yeah. next week they're at the Browns. Right, right. I mean, and, and week two is awfully like if you're gonna if you're thinking of starting a guy week two, you might as well start at week one. Uh, uh, you know, so uh, I'm yeah. thinking I you think want to save four. him from the Rams. Yeah, and and yeah. and potentially save him from the Browns defense. So at that point, yeah, you true. go Lions, Raiders. Give him two weeks. Packers defense not that intimidating. Right. Uh, right. Then you get to week seven in the Bucks. So that gives him a three week run up to the Bucks. Show. I agree. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that makes sense. Uh, who's the Who's the other one? Are we forgetting somebody? Will Well, are we assuming Lawrence and Wilson start from week one? Yes. I would I would think so. Okay. Okay. Um, so offensive rookie of the year. Yeah. Who you got? Najee. I, I, okay. I, I just thought think, about him. You know that they're handing him the job. I thought so. I thought about ATN, but I think yeah. the Steelers will be better than the Jags. Yeah, yeah. So I thought about Harris too. I'm going. I'm going Kyle Pitts. I alluded to that earlier yeah. when we talked about the Falcons. I think he has like. There's no more Julio there, so there's going to be a lot. I mean, I know they got Ridley, but you know they're going to throw it a lot. That's they're going to have to. And I, I think he's just he's a matchup nightmare. I mean, I think he's going to be really good. I I, I I think he's a Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski type of mismatch. So I'm I'm going to go with him. And on defense, not that I know what I'm talking about, but because they are my one seed and they took a linebacker with their first pick. Oh, no, um, don't say it. Micah Parsons? Ah, oh, that's my pick, too. Yeah. Oh, well. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I should have gone first. But, yeah, yeah I, I'm with you. I mean, that's a tough one. Defensive rookie of the year is tough because you yeah. could have a guy who's in the fourth round 
and he, you know, gets six interceptions, and it's like, oh, that guy's, a, you know, that that's harder to pick. It seems like, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with him. So I think he's gonna be a starter right away. Yeah, and there weren't that many defensive guys picked early. I mean, right, what like there was what Sertan and um, uh, Horn were the yeah. corners picked in the top ten. But you know, the the top of the draft was very offense heavy. So well, you know, and I just of, I like, don't believe in defensive guys. I don't believe in Zavin Collins to the Cardinals. No, yeah. When you're playing on a Cliff Kingsbury team, I wouldn't put too much stock in anybody on the defensive side of the ball. This the but, way I. But that's why that's why we got JJ Watt in Arizona now. Right? right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Who you know is already on PUP for his hamstring injury to start training camp, which I don't think will be the last injury he has here. But who knows? But uh, yeah, there. I mean, I looked at the first round of the draft again to remind myself, like, okay, who? Not that it has to be a first rounder, but you know, that's more the likely first thing than not. Yeah, and I watched the first episode of Hard Knocks, admittedly, and they were focused on Parsons, and, you know, he's he's going to be a starter. Uh, I think their defense is going to be significantly better. It has to be, sort of like saying Jacksonville's going to improve. Like, their defense was horrendous. They've got to be a little bit better. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go with him, too. Admittedly, that runs counter to what I said earlier about worrying about guys who didn't play at all last year. But uh, I'll put that to the side for this moment. I know this sounds weird, but it seems like doing that on defense is easier than trying to do that on offense. I kind of agree. I, I yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just it's going to be interesting to see. You know, will there be any? I mean, if those guys play well, will you see more of that sometime with a with a guy who has two great years and maybe he's already you know maybe he's already won a national championship or something. It's going to be hey, I'm just I'm gonna I'm gonna sit it out. Maybe train, he's already banked some ready. of that nil money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you know we'll see. I'm sure guys are watching, and and you know they'll be aware. Now, if Jamar Chase has a horrible year and Penny Sewell gets benched and Micah Parsons struggles, and it's gonna be like, well, maybe it's not the best way to go. But if those guys all do well, you'll probably see others do it. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I think I think that that's it. Right. Any, yeah. any others we should do? I think that's it for the major awards. Well, I think that's the major awards. Uh, we will be back to, to turn our attention to what's most important, the ASU game-by-game breakdown. Arizona State football. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Three weeks from tonight is the opener. It's just about that time. I mean, we this week, game-by-game breakdown, this coming week. The next week, preview. Preview of Southern Utah. Yeah. Get, get real deep into the... Thunderbirds? Are they the Thunderbirds? I don't know. I don't know either. S-U-U. For some reason, I feel like they are. But uh, I'm sure you you have a weird thing about knowing all this stuff. So yeah, it's that's not said with any conviction. Okay, I'm gonna find out before we before you push stop on this. You're thing. right. We're gonna find out. No, you're right. right. You're right. Is it the Thunderbirds? Yeah, of course it is. All right. Um, self self pat there. So. Uh, we'll be back. We'll we'll do the ASU game by game. We'll do that game, uh, and then we'll probably take off the Thursday of the game so that we can recap yes. that afterwards. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. That sounds right. That's that's our our projection here. So, until next week, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.